0: This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. Nobody's going to ever trust you completely. Nobody's ever going to buy into what you're trying to sell. Nobody's ever really believing in you. You're always going to be found out because you don't know all the answers all the time. You aren't perfect. You don't have your entire life figured out 100% of the time. You struggle with doubt. You struggle with insecurity. You struggle with all these feelings of not being good enough because somewhere deep down, you're afraid somebody else is going to know more than me and they're going to realize that I'm a fraud. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright. I thought I'd try something a little different this time, like a little bit of a, a hot take intro. See if I can grab you guys' attention, keep you keep you interested. Um, this this week's episode is about imposter syndrome, right? I came very close to doing a, an episode this week, and I think it's probably going to come out next week instead, but I came very close to doing an episode about um kind of like uh a term that i've I've created is kind of like pedestal happiness or destination happiness meaning that i'll be happy once this happens or once this looks like this never being able to fully understand like i can be happy right now i'm choosing not to be because i'm hanging my hat on this circumstance or this thing but i decided to go another direction because um I've had several conversations with with either clients or friends or uh, just people close to me or whatever and I'm realizing imposter syndrome is running rampant right now. I notice it ebbs and flows and it comes in waves and I think right now it's on a high wave where um you know call it uh you know whatever you want to call it. I was going to say it's almost kind of like seasonal Um, but we're not really approaching the transition of a season yet. So I I don't think that that's, that's really it, but, um, it's imposter syndrome is a very real thing and it sounded so stupid. I'd never heard of it really until I started on this, this whole concept of personal development and, um, all that, that woo woo stuff, you know, that, that comes along with wanting to better yourself, wanting to. Uh, strive for more, realizing that, okay, I'm ready for growth and I'm ready for change and I'm ready for um, something more to happen, right? And this this started, gosh, when was this? Um, 2017? Yeah, 2017. So it sounded stupid, right? Like per, imposter syndrome, who's got that? And then you start actually trying to put yourself out there or establish yourself as some sort of authority. So I'm, I'm going to rewind a bit. So 2017, you know, I'm still within like my first year or just outside of my first year of being uh doctor, physical therapy. And I was still trying to learn the ropes, but I felt like I had a pretty good grasp of what I was doing. I had a really good grasp of what I felt like I could help people with, and I I felt pretty confident in my abilities in front of a patient, You know, which is hard to do as a new grad, I think. Um, I took a job that was really heavy on pushing a lot of volume of people through the doors for very little pay, like below market value pay because I felt like I'm not good enough, I don't know enough, and I just want to take a job to where I can learn how to be the best. And I didn't care about pay. And then meanwhile, as the months went on, and student loans started coming due again, and I was paying a lot of, uh, you know, my, my paycheck towards my bills, and trying to help contribute to the household. And I realized, Shit, I'm running out of savings. (laughs) Like, let alone the paycheck. Like, I'm having to burn through savings just to try and make ends meet. But uh, that's another story. But the thing is, is like, I felt like I was really good at what I did. I just needed somebody to affirm me that I deserved it, that I deserved to believe that way. I didn't know that's what imposter syndrome was one facet of back then. I just knew that I didn't feel like I was good enough. And I felt like I needed somebody else to help validate me that I was deserving. And it's it's crazy to look back at now, but you know, you get in front of a patient, or you get in front of even you know, even today it still happens. Like I'm not ever it's here's the thing, it's never gonna go away. I realize that it's just learning how to manage it and minimize the downfall that it can cause. But as soon as I walk out to the lobby to grab a patient. I felt super confident, like super confident, almost like I was watching myself play a role in a movie because it, I didn't realize that that was me. Cause here's what, what it looks like before I'd go out there to get them. And before they'd be in front of me on the table, I would be internally freaking out. I felt, Dude, what, what if this is the person that I had no idea what's going on? What if this is the one that I feel totally stumped on? What if this is the one that exposes me for not knowing everything? Right? How crazy is that? I mean, it's not crazy. Um, but in my mind, like as I speak it out loud, it sounds crazy to think back and realize that, that that's the way I thought. Here's the thing though, every time I get ready to see a new patient or talk to a new client or whatever, those thoughts are still there. The difference now is that I know that they're going to come and I can shut them up a little bit faster. How did I get there? Right? How do you get there? That's where the whole personal development, that, that journey inward is so important. And this, again, it's speaking from personal experience. That's all that I know. I'm only an expert on what I know. right? I'm only qualified to speak on what I've lived, breathed, felt, thought, experienced. Okay, And that's what I know. It had to result from a journey inward. I had to be brought so low. And want to climb out of that so desperately that it forced me to evaluate myself and who I am and dismantle my beliefs. Like every belief that I had about myself, my life, my future, my goals, I had to strip them all down to parts. Because I realized that those had all existed for a reason a long time ago right? Like safety, survival, defense mechanisms, whatever the case might be. They were no longer serving me because I was trying to grow. I was no longer just trying to exist and stay, and stay safe. Um, it's like this feeling of, have you ever worn a suit that's too small? Right? So I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, it's 2019. Okay. And I'm at this gala at this conference that I'm at by my, my mentor at the time. And, um, you know, we had to wear black tuxes and things like that. And it was really, it was a really cool experience and it was for a great cause, but it was just cool to get like dressed up like that and see other people that you knew dressed up like that too. And, um, it it gave like this weird confidence, right? Like on the surface, like I look back at pictures and I see, Dude, I looked like I was just rocking the shit out of that thing. Here's the truth, though. I felt physically miserable <laughs> because it was my first time ever wearing a tux with suspenders. And your boy here was going through a phase where he thought, like, the smaller his clothes were, the better. Um, because I had gotten just, like, super ripped, super lean, super in shape, Um. <laughs> and I remember just the tension from those suspenders, pulling those tight ass pants further upwards while the suspenders were pulling my shoulders downwards. I had a headache. I was in so much physical pain. Like my traps felt like they were just carrying the weight of the world. And I don't know if that's just from the trying to carry the weight of my ass <laughs> through the pants. I don't know, but guys, it was so Miserable, And I couldn't wait for that feeling of just like, I can't wait to take this shit off. Okay. On the surface, I looked so put together, so confident, so comfortable, so relaxed. Right. But here's what I was feeling. I felt I can't wait to take this shit off. Like, the sooner the better. If I had a change of clothes in my pocket, I would have done it in front of everybody. And that's kind of the feeling of of wanting to grow, right? Of getting so sick of feeling packed in, locked down, constrained, small, that you just want to gradually peel off those layers. You know, like somebody... Um, tearing their way out of some sort of cocoon, right? That's how I felt. And that's the best story I can give to kind of uh, compare it, right? Maybe you've had a similar feeling. Maybe you're feeling that way right now, right? And you know that you just feel like you're trying to pull off of this layer that's keeping you weighed down and That's, that's the way it felt. And so that's what that journey looked like. Right. So it's that, that feeling of almost desperation to grow at whatever cost. It wasn't like a, a passive thing where it's like, oh, that sounds nice. You know, where you're just kind of like trying to take in information and get feel good ideas and feelings and like, yeah, that sounds really great. And then you, you don't have any interest in applying any of it to your life because it's going to be uncomfortable. Right sounds really good the reality of it is it kind of sucks it's painful you're forced to confront things that you didn't want to confront that you buried withheld hidden away for probably the majority of your life in order to ascend into that next level of of your development your growth most of us aren't there yet like most of us don't want to get there you know most of us like we want to feel like we're taking the actions, but we don't want to do it. Right. That's, that's what that journey looks like. So once you step into that journey, right. It's kind of like the matrix. It's like, you take the pill. Like you can't see it any other way. Now you've seen too much. Like you can't go back. And it's a, it's a really cool thing because then what that does is, is that forced me into starting to put myself out there more. Right. Like, it scared me to death just to make like a post on Facebook about something that I knew because what if somebody that knows more than me calls bullshit or what if they say that that the way that's always worked for me and my patients based on the evidence that was available in the research and um, what I knew to be true from it and applying those concepts to actual patient care What if somebody that knew way more, had their own system, had been doing it way longer, had been far more successful, decided to call bullshit? And that kept me from wanting to put a lot of stuff out there. Right? Maybe, maybe, and again, this is just me thinking out loud, maybe that's why I transitioned away from trying to establish myself as like the expert in physical therapy. And I've made this pivot into the expert on fitness and your mindset and your lifestyle and how all those things are so closely woven and interconnected that based on my own experiences and following the available evidence that's out there on it, that because I've lived it so closely and so deeply and intimately that no one else can question my experiences. Right? So therefore I have a sense of, ultimate confidence. Am I still terrified? Yes. Am I still scared to hit save on this episode and hit publish? Yes. But it's nowhere near like what it was when I was brand new PT and I knew for a fact people knew more than me. One of my close friends who was also like a mentor to me in the clinic and in the job setting, like in real life, um, you know, he'd had like 17, 17, 18 years of experience. He's going on over 20 years of experience now. But, um, you know, it was intimidating to me every day just to be around him because I looked up to him so much. And I watched so closely how he did things. And people always joked around that I was the mini me version of him. Even though I had probably about 20, 30 pounds on him at all times. I'm just kidding, John, you're a good dude. Um, <laughs> that that wasn't say that you were bad, dude. I was just saying that. You know, I was always heavier, <laughs> more muscular, I guess. Um, Tall guy, right? Just different body types. Um, but amazing clinician, amazing dude, like fun to be around. We'd hang out, we'd play golf all the time. We'd grab beers, like amazing person to look up to. Um, But uh, part of me was still afraid of him seeing me, right? Like, what if he didn't approve? What if I misunderstood something and I explained it the wrong way to a patient? So that imposter syndrome was very real. And it wasn't just in terms of trying to grow a brand and a business online. It was day-to-day stuff. And it was like, once I had my eyes open to the fact that it existed and that like the more you learn, the less you actually know, or that you realize that it's not as much as you actually thought you knew. It becomes very intimidating, and so it's like you you emerge through this layer, and you want to just scream to the world like, "I know this! Like it makes sense. Here's how it works." And then it's like two seconds pass, and you realize like, "Oh shit!" There's still another layer that I don't know anything about yet. I'm just gonna shut up. And uh, and it's crazy, and so it's always fascinated me how some of the most successful people combat that, you know, um, how some of the most successful people can combat that and, and hit these crazy revenue goals, you know, like, um, just the thought of me trying to say that, you know, I, I want to be able to generate a million dollars in revenue that like, it doesn't compute almost in a way. So I like, I realize that takes a lot of work on me to unpack All right, what has to change in me in order for that to change in the bank account, like on the sheet? That's the difference. So before embarking upon that journey of self-growth and realizing that, like, shit, I don't know as much as I thought I knew. I need to learn more. Well, yes and no. That meant I need to learn and apply more in a different way. So if you're listening to this and you've struggled with imposter syndrome, or maybe you've, you've been able to kind of overcome it to the point where it doesn't hinder you anymore, learning that, you know, in order for your, your beliefs about yourself to change, like you have to grab new information, right? And that new information has to, it has to lead to new actions, right? So like, if you want differently, you have to act differently. If you want to act differently, you have to think differently. If you want to think differently, you have to have different information that creates a different belief system in you because you have to believe differently about yourself. You have to believe that you're capable, you're worthy, you deserve it. It's hard when you've also got that voice on the other shoulder, in that ear whispering. You don't know as much as somebody else knows, right? Who's going to pay you for what you know? Who's going to pay you for your help? And it's, and it's helpful to step back from that and know that like, before you let that voice take hold of your belief, your belief system and your actions, you have to sit back and be able to look like, who have I helped, right? Have I helped anybody with these problems? And when you can go, yeah, I've helped a shit ton of people with this stuff, right? Like for a long time, why am I still thinking sometimes that I can't help people? that's what you have to do. Like you have to sit back and take stock, like take inventory. That's why I think, you know, for, for myself, it's, it's been important to chronicle things on social media, to chronicle things in the form of a podcast, right? That's why I keep track of the emails that come in and the messages in the inbox, because I realize, like, shit, man, like I am helping people. Stop believing like you don't or that you can't. Right. So that's, that's why I like when you guys shoot me an email or you message me on Instagram and you talk about how it's been helpful for you just to hear me speak on these things and how it's actually caused real change right like you've been able to improve upon where you started and I and I, I post about it or I share it out there that's not to hey look at me that's more like I have to document this because I'm going to need to look back at it because there's going to come a time where I want to stop pushing record and stop hitting publish. So I want you to know, like, I'm no, I'm no expert in overcoming imposter syndrome. I still struggle with it. I don't think I'll ever stop. If you're familiar with like the Enneagram and, and that whole thing, um, my, my more dominant personality type is a type three and that's that's like the achiever right so that's the that's the person that that wants to be the star that thrives actually in the spotlight like I enjoy being in front of a crowd of hundreds or thousands I enjoy it I did it when I was doing musical theater and plays and and concerts and things like that I felt like the more people the more comfortable I was because then I could hide like I could I couldn't see individual faces. I just saw a collective group and I felt like I could put on a show behind that show is a very real fear of not feeling worthy, being afraid of being found out. It's like I'm a a walking imposter syndrome. (laughs) So, and and like conversely very few points behind I'm a type six, which is a, a loyalist, I believe And, um, it's just, it's crazy how accurate this stuff is. Like you should, you should take these sort of assessments because it's really interesting to see like, okay, that's either full of shit or holy crap. This is my autobiography. That's what happened. That was my experience. It's like, how is this so accurate? I never believed in these things before. Um, but yeah, the, the loyalists. So it's, it's like, I'm, I'm loyal to a fault, but at the same time, like I'm very hesitant on trusting myself right? Like uh, it's seeking that external validation, asking someone else's advice naturally before wanting to trust what my own is. And it's such a strange duality of, of somebody that helps people with this thing, but then also internally really struggles with it. And it's, it's, it's a recipe for imposter syndrome. <laughs> I'm telling you from experience it is. Um But yeah, with, with that whole thing, it's, it's basically like I'm preparing for the ultimate worst case scenario at all times, right? I, I don't want to be caught off guard. I don't want to be caught unprepared. It's not uncommon in the past for me to leave people before they leave me. It's a very real threat, right? Because it's happened. So who's to say it's not going to keep happening? It's finding optimal distance in people, in situations. It's wanting like wanting to be really close to that person or that result but also want to keep it a certain distance in case it burns me or they burn me. And that doesn't lead to real uh, contentment or intimacy or anything like that. And that's a, and that's a battle, you know, like that's a struggle that I'm very aware of and I work on hard almost daily. Um, but it's imposter syndrome, right? Like it all feeds into that, that label of imposter syndrome. So if anything you guys could take away from this episode, it's that, if you struggle with it and if you feel like you relate to a lot of those things I've shared, it's never going to go away. Like, and I'm never going to work with somebody and go, Hey, so like, as we work on trying to transform your, your consistency with your habits and your fitness, we're going to uncover some stuff that is probably going to reveal a lot about how you believe about yourself uh, and how you honor yourself and you want to take care of yourself because if you don't feel like you're worth it, you're going to struggle with consistency. And if you struggle with consistency, you're going to struggle with getting the results. Right. And that's why you're going to battle with either your body image or your self-confidence or um, you know, the what the scale says or what the clothing label says, the size, what you look like in, in a swimsuit, you know, on the beach, what you look like naked with your woman, like all those things you're going to struggle with because why your self-worth is an issue. And, and so that's like, but I, but I hope, hopefully to help people understand that we're not going to get rid of that, man. Like it's always going to be there. We just have to work on how do we create a system that works for you in a way to where you can help minimize the impact of those things. And you don't spiral in a hole for months at a time. You might just have a, a bad day instead of a bad year, you know? So guys, I hope this was helpful. Um, when you're, when you're struggling with the imposter syndrome thoughts, um, it's really important to chronicle your wins, right? Think about who have I helped? What positive things have I accomplished? Um, you know, I, I deserve these things. Really reflect on those and reach out to people who you know and trust and can give you, you know, some positive reinsurance in those moments where you feel a little bit low about what you're capable of. Um, hell, sometimes it's just like, for me, it's just striking up a conversation with an old client uh, or a current client just to check in and see how they're doing. And then naturally it just kind of flows and you're like, okay, wow, they they, they think I, I did something for them. So I'm capable of doing this. You know, I don't know what that looks like for you, but hopefully there's a takeaway there. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please, if you like it, leave a review on iTunes wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, it really goes a long way in putting this in front of more people like us, more people like you, because that's what it's about, right? Like we're here, we have this ability, we have this gift, we go through these struggles. Why? So that way we can try and help others. That's my firm belief system. So um, those those likes, those shares, those reviews. They really help push the podcast out in front of more people. So if you could please share it out, tag me on social media. If you do share the post, um, about the episode or a previous episode or whatever, really means a lot to me. It really goes a long way. It helps me believe I'm not a, an imposter <laughs> as well. Um, and you know, I, I wanted to tie it back to the episode, but seriously, guys, thank you all so much. Love you guys. Um, don't don't struggle with shit for longer than you have to. That's ultimately like what I want to say to everybody. Right. Asking for help, hiring somebody for help. um, It's not a bad thing. It's actually a a sign of strength. It's a sign of somebody that wants better and wants more for themselves and more out of themselves. So appreciate you guys. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep pushing forward, listening to yourself, become so super self-aware And I promise you things will start to get better, right? If you've not already seen it. Love you all until next week. So that's it for this episode of becoming a better man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms. what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag becoming a better man So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities and their families.